The Michael K Show. It really doesn't bode well for the Jets next year. If you don't win the AFC East, how are the Jets getting in as a wild card when you look at all of the teams that you've got to throw the Chargers into the mix now? There's a lot of breaks that went the way of the Jets had Aaron Rodgers stayed healthy. Are those breaks going to happen again? And also, now you've just added a really good coach to a team that's got a ton of talent. And now with a chance to have a legitimate head coach, a winner, who's won basically everywhere he's ever been. Now the Chargers become a player. So you're just adding teams to where when you just look at the sheer numbers of it, you might be able to make the case that maybe the best path is winning the AFC East because if you're going to have to rely on the wild card, there's a ton more teams there. The Michael K Show on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome back to the show. Um, a little hurt today, Don. A little hurt this morning. Um, I, I got the kids ready for school, took them to the bus, and went back to bed. And uh, I was woken up by a text that said, the guys in the morning are calling you old. Ooh. And I think, I think Dave Rothenberg said, uh, Kay's an old man. Was he 65? Well, I'm not 65. So because I'm a child, I answered him back. I said, this 65-year-old would kick your butt. No question. Right. And he goes, yeah, really. I said, and it would be done in a hurry. And I really <laughs> truly believe that. Because, you know, without a, a weapon, like when he smashed a tennis racket over somebody's head, I don't think he's a fighter. And I would be so angry at him for actually calling me old that I would really beat the living breath out of him. But why even go there? And I'm going to tell all of our listeners something, too. And, Don, I'm going to warn you. Okay. So my my birthday is next Friday. And it's my 63rd birthday. Right. So your birthday is February 13th, and it's your 56th birthday. Right. Now, I always thought milestone birthdays really hurt. 40 wasn't that awful. 50 was jarring. But I'm going to tell everybody out there. I know a lot of our listeners are young, and they don't have to worry about this for many, many years. 60 is the killer. 60 is the killer. People look at you differently, and you look at yourself differently. Then you start playing the clock game, and then you start playing the Mm. year game and the calendar game. I, I always was look I up until I was like fifty nine looking for new challenges, things like that. Oh, I want to do this, I want to try to do now it's like, you know, you're kinda of running out the clock, it seems like. It's a different mindset yeah. when you hit sixty. And I'm telling you, I don't think like I'm sixty. I feel like I'm sixty, but I don't think like it. And I'm telling you, sixty it's a line of demarcation that changes the way society looks at you and changes the way you look at yourself. That's just a warning, Don. It's going to happen in four years. Uh, listen, I'm not going to tell you that there isn't a stigma to 60 because I, I do it at 55. I don't know. Being in the 50s, I still look at people that are in their 50s and I still see them as, as younger people. You know, you look at some of the actors. Like You don't look at Brad Pitt as old. What is he, 58 years old? You know, there's a lot of people out there. But 60 just seems tough but we got to get over that number michael we're just talking about coaches available that we think can really still win championships and one of them is 72 and the other one's 71 they they turned 60 over a decade ago but i'm going to tell you though don both of those are great coaches with super bowls they don't have a job no but they is it had... because of the, the coach they are because people say okay oh, they're 70 well because i think you're gonna laugh at this but i think you know uh, 70 is the new 60 like you say that we're talking about guys that turned 70. So when they were 60, they were still hot, they were still winning, they were still appreciated commodities. So we shouldn't look at 60 the way 
we look at it. Now, you well, want to say 70. There's evidence that 70, oh, that's a little different. Bill hasn't got a job yet. He's 71. And Pete Carroll, 72, even though he's, he's certainly somebody that doesn't look it. So, but there's plenty of evidence. I mean, you know, Andy Reid's contemplating retirement. What is he, 65 years old? But I don't think anybody would bat an eye if he stayed with Kansas City for another five years. So you shouldn't feel that way, Michael. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you, if somebody is starting, like let, let's say the, 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 the business we're in, mm-hmm. somebody's starting a new show, a new television endeavor, they're not thinking about 62-year-old Michael K. They're just not. They're going to think about somebody in the 30s or 40s. I'm telling you, 60 is a warning signal to people. Well, and I'm not saying it should or shouldn't be because it's ageism, which is illegal. But if you're starting something new, do you want somebody who's 62 going to be 63 next Friday? Well, Michael, but that's just lazy analysis by those people because if anybody knows you, and I'm not just saying this because you're my partner and I've known you for over 20 years, you don't act like a 62-year-old. Yeah, but I mean, uh, the people in our own station supposed to be friends of ours call me an old man on the air well but they do that I out of admit, but, but they would never have thought of me that when i was in my 50s but the fact that i'm 62 he has he feels he has the right to say i'm an old man who could kick the living poop right. out of him and he knows that that's why, why why do you think they challenge you with that they're trying to devalue you because well, they know, know that you're better than they are that you're stronger than they are listen I, I would love to have some sort of a a fight to prove dave wrong you would lay him out within 30 seconds You've got, you're stronger, you've got a longer reach, he'd never be able to get inside. And I'd be so angry at him. Hey, right, and, and I know he gets his, you know, Fugazi sports fan anger. I've seen you get angry about real stuff. It's one thing to throw something because your team gave up a touchdown. Anybody can do that. But I've seen you angry. And that's a different type of anger when, when things in the world get you upset. And how you don't you, you a laminated list? That means that you're not going to give up. You're you're if you did take a punt, you're still going to keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the NBA All Star team is going to be announced at 7 p.m. tonight on TNT. And you know, I'm looking at the voting right now. This is after the third fan voting, and I'm looking at the uh, the guards, and I'm just shaking my head. At Jalen Brunson in, in the sixth spot. What the F? But those guards aren't nobody, though. No, no, the guys in front. Halliburton is first. He's great. Right. Trey Young, then Lillard, and then Donovan Mitchell and Tyrese Maxey. But, I mean, would I put... Would, if, if I... I don't know. If I had a win this year, would I want Brunson or Maxey? I think I'd take Brunson. Would I want Brunson or Young? I think I'd take Brunson. The two now, you should the, take exception to. Well, I, I think, I think Young, you should take exception to. And he's maybe in Maxie. second place. Yeah, but, Lillard's you know, had a great year, you know, but I mean, he, uh, I just don't get a, a team that sells out every single one of its games. Why is uh, it is, uh, is it too cool in New York to is. vote for the All Star team? I don't think team? people in New York care because this this goes on in every sport with every team in New York. They just I don't think fans care. And I had a fan uh, on on social media yesterday say why are you blaming the Knicks fans for not voting Brunson into the all-star game it's a national problem they're not appreciated nationwide you're the Knicks you play in New York you've got fans all over the country you've seen the biggest yo-yos make all-star games because their their teams or their social media team puts out a big uh 
promotion to get you to vote. You don't think if Nick fans committed themselves to vote, he wouldn't be number one right now? There's enough of them. It's not like one man, one vote when we're talking about all-star games. You can sit there, you can vote online 35 times, then go to your phone, vote another 35 times. Go to your buddy's house, vote another 35 times. It's 50% of the vote. So I'm, I am blaming Nick fans, and, and I don't think they care. Because if they did, Michael, you know how rabid these fans are. They they they'd have him definitely in the top three. But it just can't by be the New York thing because like every All Star voting in baseball, Aaron Judge gets some of the highest votes of anybody in the game. Well, but, but there's no question there though. That's I mean he doesn't have a peer really. But here, honestly, there's he has peers here. Those names aren't nobody. And it well, is a glorified popularity contest. And I I'm sure. But Tyrese Maxey, I mean the guys that were getting back at you, Nick. Tyrese Maxey is not a national name. I'm sorry, he's not. No, but I'm, but would you be surprised if the Philly fans go nuts and decide to vote? I think New York looks at themselves as too sophisticated to sit there and just start hammering votes for a guy to make the All Star. They'll complain if he doesn't go. But we know the Nick fan base is passionate. We know there are tons of them. You can make a case they're right there with with the Yankees and the Knicks in popularity in this town. So it's not the numbers and it's not the passion. So it just has to be, in this particular subject, disinterest in getting him into the All-Star game. And they then should be got, able to do it by themselves. You got Julius Randle, who, who has half the votes that Brunson got. Julius Randle is ninth in front court voting. All right, so Antetokounmpo leads all voters, even LeBron, with over 4 million votes. Then Embiid, can't argue with that. Jason Tatum, 3,700,000. Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown, Chris Stapps, Porzingis, Bam Adebayo, Paolo Boncaro, and then Julius Randle. Really? Yeah. Julius Randle, again, we talked about this yesterday. I don't want to uh, pound a dead horse, but he's had a great year. He had a little bit of a slow start because he got ankle surgery. You have nothing to complain about this guy. He gives you 25 and 10 every single – now, maybe he'll get voted on by the players. Because he's made the All-Star team the last two years. It would be criminal if Brunson doesn't make it because this is the way it breaks down. The fans get 50% of the vote, current players 25% of the vote, and the media 25% of the vote. I think current players know the value of Brunson. I really do. I think the, I think the media does as well. But I wonder finishing sixth amongst the voting if that's going to really submarine him. I hope it doesn't. But it would be terrible if it did. This guy is an All-Star. He's an All-Star. I, I again I, I go by because I know a lot of, I, I know in the NHL and in baseball I think it's like 35 times I had somebody on social media telling me you can only vote once a day okay if that's even true all right once a day I mean, on your computer on your phone well then that's two votes a day every day you don't think Michael you can make a concerted effort if you're there's enough Nick fans out there that can get more votes how many votes does he have like a, a little over a million he had, the Knicks fans have more than a million fans. A little over a million, yeah. A little over a million. So doesn't that tell you that the overwhelming majority are, are just not bothering to vote or they'll just vote once and be done with it? Where in a lot of these communities, and I, and I know in other sports, you certainly see it in baseball, Michael, where it's the mission of the, of the promotions and PR of teams to get a player into the All-Star game. With all the hammer commercials, the hammer it on social media. Well, we, we mentioned this yesterday, Donnie, and I know we're in business with them. The Knicks don't help themselves. Why not pop Jalen Brunson on the air? I mean, he's a delightful guy. Why not pop him on a show? Why not do the same thing with Julius Randle? It seems like they don't care about this stuff. Until they don't get there, and then they'll complain about it. 
What I'm saying is it's a glorified popularity contest. It's BS at the end of the day. Because like you said, Brunson will get in, somebody will decide they don't want to play, or somebody will get hurt, and they'll go to the All-Star game. You know, And there'll be, they'll be like 30 people that'll be able to claim that they were an All-Star in 2023-24 just based on guys not wanting to go or somebody getting hurt and, and all that. It happens in all sports. So it's, I get it. It's not that big of a deal. But for in this particular moment, it does seem like it because he does seem like he's unappreciated. And he missed last year. And now he's having even a better year this year, and he's not going to go again? Yep, it's amazing. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Alice in the car. How are you? I, I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I wanted to call in because I heard Michael say he's getting ready to turn 63. Yep. Um, and I do agree that society looks at you a different way, and sometimes you might look at yourself a different way. But I just turned 62. I'm a special education um, teacher assistant. I don't act 62. I don't feel 62. In fact, the people that I work with don't believe I'm 62 because I just have so much energy while I'm at work. But I did say when I called in that I also do not have children that I have to take care of right now because my child is all grown up and out of the house. Well, I mean, if, so, if anything, Alice, the, the kids actually make me think younger. You know, I, I'm more aware of what you know what's what's trending with with younger people. But listen, I don't I don't feel I, physically. I, well, listen, I, I I wish I felt better. I don't feel terrible. But Don knows I'm always like complaining about something. But my point is, you do think differently. We thank you for the call. You think differently about yourself. You do. I'm sorry, you do. 62 is a big number. 63, it well, gets bigger. And people, at least in our business, they think differently about you, too. They're not starting a new venture with a 62-year-old person. Now, if you're part of a venture, like me and Don happen to be with the show, and I am with the Yes Network, then they're not going to like push you out because you're still good, doing a good job. But thinking about a new venture, I don't think that you're in the forefront of somebody's mind because well, of your age. But I also know people that are like 40, and they act like they're 90. Right. You know, you don't look 62. You don't act like you're 62. We know you're going to be 63 because you tell us and you can just look it up online. But for the average person, Michael, like Alice that called, and if she doesn't look 62 and she doesn't act 62, and if she doesn't tell anybody she's 62, then there shouldn't be any issues. You know, especially with women, it's rude to ask their age. So honestly, when you're in the public eye, people are going to be able to find out how old you are. But for the average person, Michael, if it is just a number and you don't act like it and you don't look like it, then why do you have to own the age? Because I think if people are planning uh, something new or, I mean, like, to, to you know, you know I, I had the line, you don't buy green bananas. I think that that's the case when you get to be a certain age. I never felt like that at 59. 60, it's just a different vibe. Well, I can't really articulate it that well. It's a different mindset. I don't. I don't think I act 60. In fact, I think I'm an immature right. idiot. But let's just say you were a lawyer or a doctor or just an everyday person that, right. didn't, that wasn't in the public eye. And I had no ability to find out how old you were. And I think, oh, you know, Michael's probably, I don't know, maybe 52, 53 years old. And I'll hire him because I think he, he acts like he's young. He looks like he's young. And, and, it, and I think he's 53 years old. I'm going to hire him. And then I find out, well, he's going to be turning 60. Oh, really? Well, then I'm not going to be. Why? 
You just it, were going to hire him when you thought he was 53. Now you find out he's 63. Oh, he, he still can do the job. He still looks young. He still acts young. So why are you getting caught up in the stupid number? It, it is interesting, though, because when I started doing the Yankee radio with John, amazingly enough, so that was, that was 32 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. He was 53. And he, one of the first things he ever told me when we went, don't ever ask me my age on the air. He says, because you'll lose a job in this business because somebody thinks, and this this was like 32 years ago. Now, I think it also plays in people's favor when they get much older because then, then you're almost guarded against being gotten rid of because it's not fair to do that either. But there's that sweet spot where people can do, you know, the math and go, 60, I don't know. And I remember my uncle, the late Danny Gaiello, he used to get mad at me when I gave my age on the air. He said, what are you giving your age on the air? Right. He said, you could lose job. Right. And now in acting, maybe that's okay. But unfortunately, Don, with the advent of social media and the internet, it's so easy to find people's age. You can't hide it right. anymore. But really, would, should anybody care that Pete Carroll is 72 years old? Do you see him on the sidelines? Do you see the way that he coaches? Like, why would you be biased against him because, because he's 72 when because, he acts like he's 40? Because, I mean, the average life expectancy of a male in this country is 75. That's why. But so even but if that's also young. BS too, because there are plenty of people that die very young from diseases and car accidents that factor into True. the average age. He, if you're healthy, and believe me, if you're a professional if you're a professional head coach, you've got access to doctors, and you obviously have the money to be able to take care of yourself. So that's why I'm not hiring him, because I'm going to give him a three-year contract, and I'm afraid that Pete Carroll's going to die in the next three years. I give Pete Carroll as much chance to die as the average 50-year-old, because he sees he's in great condition. He's got a tremendous amount of spirit. No, that, that's a cop-out to me. If somebody says, I don't want to give him a contract because he's 72, he might die during the contract, then you've never met the man, you've never seen the man, you, and you've never seen him coach, because really, that would be a concern. Because, Michael, we know people that are in their 40s. I'm not sure they're going to make it to tomorrow. Some people are at our station. Let's go to Ethan in Montclair. <laughs> hey, guys. Ethan. How you doing? Good. How are you? Hey. Uh, I'm doing all right. Better now. Thanks. Um, I wanted to say, first, I'm 30, but I relate more to Mr. Don LaGreca there than I do to most of my friends. So I might be a lone wolf aging into my own personality, um, but that's, you know. I love it. Uh, sidebar. The reason I called is, you know, playing a little bit of devil's advocate here. I understand that the All-Star game and all that is, you know, accolades and for the resume of, of the players. But especially with Randall coming off his ankle injury last year and Brunson in this, you know, in the in the game not too long ago tweaking basically both legs within a matter of minutes, is it not better for them? You know, again, I'm fully ready for you guys to call me dumb on this, but no, for them right. to All-Star weekend to get a couple days of rest to be ready for the second half of the season in the playoffs. No, I I don't disagree with you. I I don't think, for the most part, the quiet, dirty little secret, Ethan, is teams don't want their players to go to these things. They'd rather have have the days off. You You think baseball teams want their players to play in the WBC? You don't think that baseball teams would rather their players um, not go to the All-Star festivities and take the four days off? Of course, but there's also a positive because you're trying to build a brand again with the Knicks. And if you have two All-Stars there... That gets the attention of other players as well, and then they could talk. And in your own way, when you're in that in that locker room, that environment, you could be recruiting players just by being cool and being by yourself, or being you know being yourself. So yeah, it's better for the players' health not to participate, but not for the players' ego. And I think that's an important thing too. 
I think overall, unless you're like a real old player that's had injuries, I, I think teams see the value in you going to the All-Star game. But I can understand a fan saying, you know what? I'd rather see him rest than go travel and have to deal with it. But I know a lot of fans, but I think a lot of organizations know it's better that they rest. But I also think they see the value in going because, you said, they can schmooze with other players, and I think there's a value to seeing that kind of exposure from your player. I think they want these guys to go. That's why they promote the heck out of it in most cases because they do see value in going. It's not, it, and listen, you can get the rest, but I mean, where is it this year again? Uh, is it Vegas? No, I know that's the Super Bowl. I don't know if it's Vegas or not. No, Indianapolis, right? Yeah, so it, Indy, Indy, oh, so Indy. it's Indianapolis. Yeah. So for a Nick, it's not that far of a. It's not like you're going out to California, and, and you these, get to go to St. Elmo's, you know. And and you know what? At least, and honestly, you know, from an organizational standpoint, you know, it's a, it's a star player that's going to be part of other organized things. I mean, these guys are going to uh, everybody else is just going to fly home. And you're not going to be able to keep an eye on them. They're going to do whatever they want to do. So maybe maybe you want them at the All Star game. That's not that crazy. What is it? An hour and a half flight. You don't have to do too much. Let's go to Paris and Yonkers. I thought. Oh, okay. It's two places. Going fellas, first time call. How's it going, fellas? First Good. time call, long time listener. Thank you. Um, I actually wanted to snowball on top of what um the previous caller Ethan from Montclair. He made a good point in terms of, um, you know, one positive or benefit of the Knicks not making the All-Star game is added rest. But I believe you bring up a good point as well, Mike, and you touched upon something I wanted to touch upon as well when you say uh, you're, one of the focuses is trying to build the brand with the Knicks again. I'm interested to see the uh, the demographic or the breakdown or the variances between um, the voters in terms of age because I speak to a lot of people. Um, I myself am 34 years old. I happen to think that a lot of the voters nowadays tend to be on the younger side, yep. um, the, the newer generations. And that's where the fan votes and, you know, popularity contest plays a heavy hand because we're looking at Trey Young at number two, but his team hasn't been that good this year. And he's a player that's often compared to Jalen Brunson. Now, anyone that watches and they're unbiased, they would say that Jalen Brunson is the better point guard. But when you come to the popularity vote, Trey Young's name still rings a few more bells. Great point. Um, I, I happen to think that, when you say building the brand with the Knicks, these younger generations, all they really know of the Knicks are just, you know, years of mediocrity, um, 20 years, uh, no consistent playoff uh, visits, uh, hasn't has won a chip since, what was it, 73 or yep. 72, yeah. I believe? 73. 73. So that, a lot of those, there's a lot of unique factors that, that, that play into it. Um, and it's funny, one way to equate it, you could best look at it is uh, like Randy Quaid from, um, what is it, uh, Major League? When he was right. afraid to, you know, to actually cheer for the for the Indians again and stuff like that, and so they started to do good. And now all of a sudden, he, he rips out his jersey and he's got it under his leather coat, and there, you know, he wants to be a fan again. There's a lot of stuff like that going on too. Um, I think people are starting to warm up to the Knicks again. The national media also plays a hand into it as well because if you look at Knicks Twitter, a lot of fans they were actually you know up in the uproar about what uh, Candace Parker had to say about him. Yeah, but, but see, but that that makes sense what you're saying, Paris, and we thank you for the phone call. But then they didn't respond in this, and I think the best point you made is that online voting is usually done by younger younger people. You know, you know, you can vote once a day. I don't think like the 45 year old Nick fan is going to keep revisiting the site and vote. I mean, he might vote once, and also the people that come to Madison Square Garden because it's an expensive proposition. They're not that young. 
So, uh, but but it's an expensive proposition all over. I mean, in L.A. Oh. and LeBron's leading in vote, you know, but it, voting in the Western Conference. It is interesting. Nick fans are very sensitive to how they're perceived nationally, and they really care about how many games they play on national television and how relevant they are. Well, part of the way we keep score is how many guys do they have in the All Star game. Because there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on that game around the nation. So you would think that would motivate that younger fan base that does vote for it. You know what? Vote. I know it's only once a day, but it's usually per, you know, uh, one tablet, computer. You might be able to get three, four votes a day if you really made the concerted effort to do it. Because I'm telling you, that's how it's happening in other places. Is Trey Young that much of a national guy? But he is having a great year. He is having a great year, but so is Brunson. But you, but but the I'm sure in Atlanta they're making a concerted effort to get a hawk into the All Star game. I'm sure the Bucks are the same thing. Now Lillard's a little different because he, he I could see the nation voting for him. It's an easy thing to do. He's a, he's he's a household name among sports fans for what he did with the Portland Trailblazers, but. I think you got an opportunity here that the Nick fans could step up and, and, and do a better job. Let me tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook, Don, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs. It's bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Will we see an upset by one of the three seeds? Plus, everyone gets a no-sweat same-game parlay. For every playoff game day, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code EMPIRE. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code EMPIRE. The crown is yours. You must be 21-plus and physically present in New York. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football. Football terms. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Don LaGreca here for Ramsey Mazda. In 2024, you get more at Ramsey Mazda. More selection, over 750 new vehicles available. And more savings like a new 2024 Mazda CX-90 for $399 a month or a new 2024 Mazda CX-30 for $199 a month. Get more in 2024 from Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for details. Zero security deposit. VIN RM627938 and R114873 MSRP62680. 32,380 tax title registration extra ends 13124. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. 
D. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. You know, Don, sometimes you, when you, you see people make the Hall of Fame and, you know, you can debate it and go, oh, is that a Hall of Famer? Is Chase Utley? He hasn't made it yet. Is Chase Utley a Hall of Famer? But then a guy like Mike Breen makes the Hall of Fame. Right. And gets off a line like he did yesterday. And you go, that's, that's a Hall of Famer. Yep, that's why. He said about Doc Rivers, you, do you have that cut, Ant? Uh, here, let's, let's listen to what Mike Breen said. First order of business is who's available tonight for Dallas. Kyrie Irving is out. For Phoenix, Eric Gordon is out. For ABC ESPN, Doc Rivers is out. Our dear friend has decided that life as an NBA broadcaster is way too stressful, so he's decided to opt for a less stressful job, an NBA head coach on a team that's trying to win a championship. We thank him for all his many weeks of service, and we wish him all luck in the world. Seriously, we're a little heartbroken today, disappointed, but we're thrilled for our friend because because coaching is in his blood. It's what he loves to do. And this is a tremendous opportunity in a city that he has history in. Many weeks of service. I mean, that is just an yeah. unbelievable line. It is a great line. But was he actually Leclerc there? Like, was he choking up or was he stifling a he, laugh? I, I think he was stifling a laugh. Okay, because it kind of came across. Yeah, I watched it and he didn't seem yeah. like he was crying. Because I, I remember I, 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 I watched the game. was a blowout. At least when I turned it on, it was like a 25-point game. But then I saw the highlights and saw that he did it, and, and he looked lighthearted. But then listening to it, it almost sounds like he was crying. I I, I can't imagine. But he when, would he, get when he's kind of like stifling a laugh, it sounds like he's choked yeah, up. Yeah, that, that that's why. But that, that was that was a good job. 
Let's go to uh, Chris in Cape May. Christopher, what's up? Hey, guys. How you doing? Great. Uh, you? First, Michael, about you, I'm doing great, too. I turn 63 next month. Happy birthday. Now, first, first about you, right? Okay. It would take the normal, an average person 126 years to accomplish the things that you have in your 63. When it comes to your energy level, especially in the, during baseball season, you've got two young children, you do this show, you do baseball. I know people in their 20s that don't have that kind of energy. And I know people in their 20s that get, wake up in their pajamas and don't get out of them all day long. Yeah. So you should be very proud of I'm sure you are, but you should be very proud well, of all you. you've done. Thank you. uh, when it comes to myself, again, I, I spent 35 years in an industry that definitely had a shelf life, and that was the fashion industry. And when I was in my mid-50s, I smelled the coffee. I knew, you know, they, they start to get younger people, two or three people to take over what you were doing and pay them less than what they were paying you. All mm-hmm. types of things play into it. So I came down to the Jersey Shore, I think close to where you might vacation sometimes, Don, in Avalon. Okay. And uh, I, start, I started two businesses. And I, uh, one is a renovation repair business, and I'm also a realtor. I work seven days a week, and I've never been happier. And as long as the guy upstairs lets me, I'm going to continue to do it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there's days I get up and this hurts and that hurts i can't run as much as i used to i don't play basketball like i nearly like i used to and those are things that are just going to happen but i think it's really important to stay active because it keeps the mind sharp you know i know guys are raised to sit in front of a tv all day and do nothing and they're vegetating you know so um mm-hmm. you know happy birthday i appreciate everything you Thank do you, i love the show i love the yankees can i ask you one quick question on another sure. note yep um both you you two guys are great guys to ask this of um this Put this talked about merger between the M- between MSG and yes. Yeah. Do you think that's going to happen? Well, I mean, yeah. Do you think it's going to happen? I don't know. I mean, right now it's a, it's an intellectual merger where they're going to help other, you know, regional sports networks put together their streaming services. Now, the pie in the sky that everybody you know thinks could happen, that might. I have no information that it will. Where they actually do merge and form a super sort of a. Uh, a streaming app where you get the Yankees and you get all the uh, the teams that are on uh, the MSG network and you get the Nets as well. That's not anything that's planned at this point, but obviously that could happen. Right now, it's just an intellectual merger, if that makes sense, because they know how to put together this app. Their apps are state-of-the-art, so they've got the, the technology behind it and the brains behind it, so they're kind of merging that. And they've started a business to help other people do it as well. Let's go to um, Sonny in Little Falls. Sonny. Hey, guys. Long time. How's everybody doing today? Great. How about you, Sonny? I'm doing amazing. We miss Peter a little bit. I just wanted to say a couple things real quick. First point was I think the kids love Trey Young. It's a big reason why the voting is so high for him uh, across the nation, as well as the million dollar, million votes, that's so little because to vote for NBA players, you have to register with the website. Not uh-huh. the same for the other sports. Makes it a big a big deal for someone like me. Well, what are, but let me ask you, Sonny, because I'm not aware. What, what do you mean register? What do you have to do? What do you have to give? I think you have to register a username with the email, a password, and all that stuff. Oh, so it's hassle. not that difficult, but it's tedious, tedious for sure. Uh, and one quick point I also had... Uh, Don spoke about this weeks ago, but I remembered how uh, he said he wasn't sure about the Minnesota Timberwolves. It was really random. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was like, hmm, maybe you should watch them. But lately, they've been self-combusting a little bit. But I just want to point out, this kid, Nas Reed, is so good. And if the Knicks can get a player like that on their team, uh, he, sorry, like 
just like OG, but like someone who's a little taller, maybe like instead of Randall, who could be like a. I don't know, playoff yeah, but I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think they're going to be getting Nas Reed from the Minnesota. Minnesota. And he's, he's not a, an ultra-tall guy. He's 6'6", so he's about Ananobi's height. Ananobi's actually taller. Uh, the guy that makes that engine run is Anthony Edwards. I'm sorry, he's one of the greatest players. You know what I think it is about what, what, what it is about Brunson too, Don? Mm-hmm. He's understated great. He doesn't call attention to himself. Right. He doesn't have what they call swagger. So, you know, those of a certain age, we kind of get down on players that call attention to themselves, but that helps in these matters. That makes them known to younger people who might then vote for them for the All-Star team. That's not Jalen Brunson. He is like the understated superstar. He just is. I just hope that he gets the support of the players and uh, the NBA and he gets, he gets to be an All-Star because well, he deserves it. Listen, Halliburton's been out for a while, but is he – I know he's having a great season, but I find it difficult to believe that he's like this household name that everybody's voting for nationally. It's probably a lot of Pacer fans want to see a Pacer in, and they've made a concerted effort to vote for him. I think but that's he has had an unbelievable no, year. No, he's had a great year, but so is Brunson. And one place for the New York Knicks, and he's struggling to get votes, but a guy that plays for the Pacers is getting them? I, I, I think we're overrating the national voting, and I think just the, the fans have made it more of a concerted effort because in, in Indiana, there's probably more of a demand to get him in the All-Star game. It's the Let's, New York Knicks. they got fans all over the country. People, people might hate the Knicks or maybe don't pay attention to them, but from a fan standpoint, Michael, it's, it's, it's just as irritating for everybody else to have to register and vote once a day. I, I, I do think that the Knicks fans, if they really wanted him in there, could do a better job. Let's go to Michael on the BQE. What's up, Michael? Hi. How you doing, guys? Can you hear me? Great. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes. Um, first time, medium time, I joined since the pandemic. Been hooked ever since. Love you guys. Oh, cool. Thank you. Uh, okay, so in terms of Brunson and Randall, I think you guys are kind of missing that it's not enough to also be good. You kind of have to lend yourself to style points in a sense. Trey Young, I think Brunson's a better point. I'm a diehard Nick fan. But Trey Young's game is more aesthetically pleasing, especially um, in the NBA in terms of how it is now, in terms of, you know, short clips and highlight clips, you know, dazzling plays. Um, the NBA point. is kind of the best sport for that. Yep. And um, – it's a national sport at the end of the day. Every New Yorker can vote for Jalen Brunson. I voted for Jalen Brunson. I voted for Julius Randle. I constantly do it, but I don't think their game and the way they play garners, you know, attention in terms of kids wanting to play like them. Or, you know, Brunson's game is very methodical and technical. Um, he's not hoisting 30-foot threes and, you know, dunking on people. The same thing with Randle. His game is a little bit awkward, but it works. The perfect example would be like um, – Devin Booker. Devin Booker is an amazing player, but he doesn't really his game doesn't really resonate with younger fans like a like a Shays would or like, you know, other different guards in the league that, you know, often you know more Michael, dazzle. I, I, so, I love I love your take. I mean it's not that that I, I, I want it to be true, but it's true. He's not a highlight reel. He doesn't call attention to himself. His game is is very workmanlike. He does all the right things at the right time. He's not calling attention to himself. And he's not going to be on the top 10 plays on Sports but, Center. It's just not because he's not that sort of player. But here's the reason I don't buy that, Michael. See, back in the day when we were growing up, we would go, I'd go to the AMP, 
and I'd get the, what was it, sponsored by Gillette. They'd have the big cardboard cutout display, and I'd grab a bunch of uh, MLB All-Star ballots, and I'd start voting for my favorite players. So it was easy. If I've got to go register and make some sort of a concerted effort, I'm doing it because I got to, I want there's a specific player I want to get in the All-Star game. If it was easy and I'm just going to pick the guys that have the best highlights and the guys that I know, but it sounds to me, if it's that much of an irritation, then I really want to do it. And I think the people that really want to vote are people that are going to want to vote for their favorite players, right? Yeah. So but is, I, uh, is but, somebody but, sitting in there in North Dakota saying, I've got to vote for Trey Young because I saw him on SportsCenter and he's got tremendous highlights. I've got to make the concerted effort to vote for him. Or is it people in Atlanta who say, I want no. my guy in there? No, because uh, because I mean, Milwaukee's one of the smallest markets in the NBA and he has the most votes, votes right. of anybody and Ted Acumpo. So it's got to be somebody who's but a But he's at a different player. level. He's won a championship. People are going to vote for him. But, but I'm just I, saying... Uh, are you going to make think, a concerted effort to vote for somebody that you just happen to see on SportsCenter or somebody that you're actually a fan of? I believe that you become a fan of somebody nationally if he's always on SportsCenter doing these wild highlight reel sort of things. And that's not Jalen Brunson. He's a great player who doesn't create highlight reels. He creates winning basketball. And it's sad because that should be celebrated, not just the guy doing the great dunk or the great great drive or the forty foot three pointer. I think that I think that last caller had a good, pretty good point. Okay. ESPN New York presents an evening with Garrett Wilson. It's an intimate event in the Big Apple with the Jet Star wide receiver. For your chance to score passes to this exclusive event, including food and beverage, go to ESPNNewYork.com or find the contest page on the ESPN New York app and submit your entry. An evening with Garrett Wilson is brought to you by Corona and Sansone Auto Mall. We'll come back. We have a lot more stuff to do. 1-800-919-3776. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Can the Niners and the Ravens keep rolling? Plus, everyone gets a no-sweat same-game parlay for every playoff game day. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code EMPIRE. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code EMPIRE. The crown is yours. You must be 21-plus, physically present in New York. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Well, when I'm getting ready for a game, I have to be prepared. I have my lineup cards, the latest team stats, and of course my mug of Bigelow tea. For me, it's Bigelow Earl Grey with a smooth taste that keeps my voice in peak condition. That's right, even when the game goes in extra innings. I refuse to settle, neither should you, no matter how hectic your day gets. Grab your favorite Bigelow tea, take a moment just for you, so grab a mug of your favorite Bigelow tea and join the millions of fans that make Bigelow number one in New York. Bigelow tea, the official hot tea of the New York Yankees. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. All right, so Adam Schefter is now reporting that Raheem Morris, the coordinator with the Rams, is getting the Falcons head coaching job. So the music is short now, and there's two teams left, and Bill Belichick is not um, interviewed with either of them, and he doesn't have a job. I wonder if he ends up emerging with Washington, Don. Maybe. So he got beaten out of a job, a job that he wanted. He went down there, he, he interviewed twice, and didn't get it. Uh, I got. I, listen, uh, no offense to Raheem Morris. I mean, he had that stint in Tampa. He's a defensive guy, good defensive coordinator, but he's got three years of head coaching experience in Tampa, in which they were three and thirteen. They did go ten and six. Then he went four and twelve. And then the one year in Atlanta, uh, I guess it was the interim, the four and seven. Yeah, so he's, he's not a winning head coach, and you had a chance to get Bill Belichick? You interviewed Bill Belichick. So obviously you had interest in him. You didn't do him a favor. You interviewed him, and you came away believing your organization is better shape with, with Raheem Morris than Bill Belichick. That, I, that's not possible. The only thing possible is Bill wanted power that Arthur Blank didn't want to give him. Or the, the other rumor thing. that we hear is that the people in the front office didn't want him to get the job because they were afraid they'd lose their job. So now you got a young coach coming right. in, and they all keep their job for another five years. But that comes from the power, right? Like, why, why would anybody be right, worried right. about losing their job if he was just going to be there to be the head coach? But he obviously wanted the power to hire all the different people that he wanted to and probably buy the groceries, as Bill Parcell said. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. And that's where the interview was more of a negotiation. Like, Bill, would you relent? Would you keep these people? Would you dial it down a little bit and just coach? And decided, nope, he wasn't going to do that. And and that's probably where we're at, Michael, is, is that he wants – he wants power, and and I think that devalues him. I, you know, I don't know if I want him to to be my general manager and yeah, have that kind of power. Yeah, but does he really want power? Because the, the, supposedly, you know, he he said in one of his last press conferences in New England that he'd be comfortable having somebody you know doing that other stuff. I don't know if that's how he felt going into a new team. I'm not quite well, sure, but he might have done that to to stay in New England, Michael. You know, but uh, but maybe going to Atlanta. He maybe he felt like I need. Uh, I, there's a lot of work to be done here, and I don't want somebody else doing the work. All right, so there's two things that come to my mind that would be fun. This is the most fun. You ready? Mm-hmm. He loves to coach, right? Loves yes. to coach. Loves it. I mean, it's his life. Be the defensive coordinator for Brian Dable. Go back to your roots. <laughs> You're coaching. You're in a place you love, an organization you love, a family owns a team that you love. That would be fun. I don't think it's going to happen. Now, here's the other fun thing. If you're Fox, be proactive. Belichick and Brady in the booth with Kevin Burkhart. Tell me it's not fun. Tell me. Mm. I mean, if you think it, it could work, I mean, you, yeah, it's a fun dynamic, but would it make for good television? I don't know. Well, I mean, I saw him on the NFL Top 100. He was great. Told great stories about 
LT. I mean, when he's relaxed, he's great. And we've always heard that off the air, you know, when he's not Bill Belichick, the coach, he's a delight. Yeah, I've heard you talk about that before. Though those are those are taped things. I mean, you you got to be live. You got to be spontaneous. Oh, now, I do get I think it. he'll put the I mean, work? He might, yeah, he'll do not, the work. I mean, he he knows the game better than anybody, so he's current because he just coached this year. I can't imagine he's going to sit around doing nothing. No, he's not going to do nothing. But obviously, going to college isn't something. I mean, listen, that would be so unfair to Brian Dable if Bill Belichick was his defensive coordinator. Talk about being over your shoulder. Yeah, but God. Brian Dable's the offensive guy. It's perfect. I know, but, but I'm just saying, from Brian Dable, the head coach, I mean, talk about having somebody on your shoulder. He'd be sitting there like a parrot. Every time you lose a couple of games, he'd be like, why, wasn't, why wouldn't Bill take over? That, that's, that's a tough proposition for whoever is the head coach, for him to be able to defensive coordinator. I, I think now that this fell apart, Seattle's still open, Washington's still open. Let's see if we start hearing him now going interviewing for those jobs, because that's it. Those are the only two left. Yeah, Unless I don't think Andy he's going to get Seattle. Uh, would Washington dabble in that? I don't know. I mean, isn't it strange that a, a couple of weeks ago Orlovsky said that's the best fit? And we didn't think so because it didn't look like a ready-made team. But I don't think Bill really has much choices here. He, he doesn't have a, you know a ton of great quarterbacks to to to, to decide who to go with, right? And, I, and also, you talked about like looking over Dable's shoulder. If he doesn't coach this year. He's looking over both New York coaches' shoulders. He well, just I mean, is. That's the thing. If he, let's say he's not in love with either of those two jobs, is it worth Bill rolling the dice and saying, "All right, I'll wait a year. I'll go do TV, and I, I believe my legacy will still be intact that year off, and then see see what's available. Maybe it's the Giants. Maybe it's the Jets. Maybe, hey, the the Cowboys gave a vote of confidence to Mike McCarthy, but if they don't make the playoffs. Will Dallas then become available? I, maybe it is worth the wait. It's still a chance. You don't know what's going to be out there and how you're going to be perceived a year from now. But it, to just take jobs you don't want because you're afraid to, to take a year off, I think would probably be a mistake. When it comes to the NFL playoffs, you've got to win one game at a time. But when you bet the NFL playoffs on FanDuel, one game can mean a lot of wins. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, has all your favorite bets, like the money line and the spread, plus all sorts of prop bets. I love taking someone to score the first touchdown in a given game because it pays out great. Maybe you want to do totals, halftime totals, so many different options. And right now, every day there's an NFL playoff game, FanDuel's giving all customers a no-sweat-same-game parlay. That means when you combine all your bets for a chance at a bigger payday, you get bonus bets back if your SGP doesn't win. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Peter if you don't already have an account. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and over and physically present in New York. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For up with the gambling problem, call 877-8-OPEN-Y or text open wide 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 90 8.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.